we are not we are not editing any of this episode. <laughs> What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Joining us in the lab today is an awesome guest, super excited about this one. He's got over 30 years of experience in the restaurant industry and has been named one of the most influential restaurant CEOs by Nation Restaurant News. He's a spin class instructor, a huge YouTube fan, and a managing partner at Let Us Entertain You, as well as the president and CEO of Wildbow, Jeff Alexander. Thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend. Well, you just hype me up that I better not disappoint. <laughs> if you blow this, I'm warning you. Uh, and you so, made me old, over 30 years experience. I mean, like all the, all the young kids just turned it off already. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Jeff, you know, I, I got to start off by saying, you know, hats off to you. you you're, you're everywhere. I see you on the, you know, events uh, and podcasts. Your face is all over my feed on LinkedIn. You obviously understand marketing, but but one of the things that really made me excited to get you onto the show is is your experience, uh, both with Wildbow and with Let Us Entertain You. If you could, real quick, just tee up, you know, what your experience has been with both organizations and how Wildbow came to be, and we'll go from there. Sure. So uh, I joined Let Us Entertain You in 1993. Let Us Entertain You is a privately held restaurant group based in Chicago. Uh, I was. I'm still a partner with Lettuce. It's been 30 years this past May. And over my tenure, I've worked on a number of different concepts. Lettuce creates uh, anywhere from quick serve, fast casual, like Wow Bow to very high end uh, fine dining restaurants. I've done the gamut. I've done quick serve, fast casual, uh, mm. family style dining, high end dining. And I just had a great time. And it's sort of like every two years, you get a new job with a new type of cuisine and new type of staff. Wild Bow mm -hmm. launched in 2003 with Lettuce, and I took it over in 2009. And under my guidance, we've done a lot with technology. We've done airports, sports stadiums, music festivals, uh, hot food vending machines, food trucks. Private equity got involved in 2017. Valor Equity Partners took a majority stake in the concept. Lettuce mm -hmm. is still involved. They still have some board seats. I'm still a partner in Lettuce. But for the last six years, we've operated as our own brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and coming out of the pandemic or during the pandemic, we started getting the virtual dining space. We've done about 700 locations between the US and Canada in a three year period. We've also grown our consumer packaged goods grocery line from 350 grocery stores uh, this time last year to now we're in about 6,000 grocery stores. Very cool. Yeah. Th I mean, those are big numbers. You're supposed to say, wow. That's wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's marketing that, right there that's a <laughs> very incredible success in, in a relatively short time i think what was really appealing about that and i appreciate you telling that story is that you've got tons of experience that our listeners our listeners can glean from so across many brands not just wow you've had years of of bringing new concepts to market uh and a lot of that starts at the local level which is what we, we love to give, you know, insights around on this show. 
So given your experience, all the testing you've done over the years, and maybe you could focus specifically on Lao Bao if you like, like what are the things that, that you feel are most important um, aspects of local marketing? You know, the number one thing about local marketing, and, I, and I'm not telling anyone anything they don't know, is being part of the community. And that's what it's mm. all about. That is what local marketing is. It's being a member of the community. And I really got involved with marketing back in 1996. We had a concept called Big Bowl, still involved today, or not involved, but the restaurant still exists today, multiple mm -hmm. locations. And I became the first GM, became the first area director overseeing the GMs. And uh, I, I had a great mentor at the time, Jenna Shannon, who just really pushed about the saying, everything we do is marketing. And what I mean mm -hmm. by that is me talking to you right now is marketing the brand, You know how I look to you, how my office looks, any aspect mm. that the consumer touches is marketing. And at the time, it was all about growing a brand name. And that's really where I learned the idea of being part of the community, whether it was doing charity work or uh, when new mm. restaurants or new clubs or new stores and retail open in the neighborhood, sending food to them. What we still do to this day in the brands that I'm involved in is during the holiday season, you know, Wild Bow has location in, in Water Tower Place Mall here in Chicago. So during the holiday season, when the stores are all busy and the employees cannot go out to eat, we send food around the mall to all the different stores. Now, what happens by doing that is not only do the employees of the store appreciate it, they're going to think of mm -hmm. you next time they're hungry. But when the guest or the client who's in that store is shopping says, hey, where should I get a bite to eat? You are front mm -hmm. of mind at that time. So you've mm -hmm. done something really good. You've helped out somebody and it comes back to you tenfold. And that's what it's all about when you, when you say local marketing. It's how can you positively impact and influence the community around you? Yeah, I love that story. I actually, I was listening to the, the podcast you were on with uh, Jim Taylor and Adam Land, the Turning the Table podcast. And you told, you told stories like that. And it's, it's, it's really cool. And honestly, I have repeated that story on other episodes to other, with other guests because it is so impactful. And I love that you say every, every touch, every possible touch point that you can have is marketing. It all culminates into their experience with what we would refer to as your brand. Whether you're the example you gave on the other show too, you're writing, you know, handwritten notes on the to-go boxes yep. or you're delivering the things, you know, to, to you delivering the food to people when they first open up a, a new store within your area for the first week or so. All that stuff, like you said, it gets your stuff in the hands of others as well as, you know, gives them a positive experience so that they will refer folks to you because uh, well, the word of mouth is so strong. But it also, it feels good. And that's really yeah. the best kind of marketing. I mean, look, anybody can buy the back cover of a magazine. You know, I don't know if people still read magazines. I still do, right? And it could sit there on a coffee table for months. But that, you don't, that doesn't have an impact. And marketing is supposed to make an impact. It's supposed to impact the people who are receiving the message. But there should be some kind of an impact internally of what you're making. We did an event last week. Uh, this is, uh, for those of you who are listening, you know, seven months from now in the archives, uh, October 2023, <laughs> we did an event for Lynn Sage Breast Cancer, which is a large mm breast cancer research group here in Chicago. Uh, it was 850 people. There were nine restaurants at the event, all with tables, giving away food. You know, there was, it was, they raised $1.4 million at night for breast cancer research. Wow. And we were there with a table. So you said, wow, Bell. 
I know wow, you said, man. wow, but you said, wow, <laughs> but, you know, we, we had a table, this, the team that worked that night donated their time. Well, I paid them, but you know what I mean by that. And we donated the food, but the team got to work an event that night, which is outside the normal four walls of what they do. We were able to give to the community. We were able to receive from the community, obviously the accolades, the, you know, the word of mouth, the social impact, the signage, people talking about it and so on. And you gotta, you gotta give back to the community. You gotta, you gotta, you know, the old days of if you build it, they will come don't exist anymore. It's now mm -hmm. about, let me open my doors, right? If you moved into the neighborhood in the old days, you moved in the neighborhood and all the neighbors came and brought you a dessert and welcomed you and knocked on the door. And I know that went away, you know, X amount of years ago in different parts of the country, but that still is what this country is based on. It's about embracing one another. And local marketing mm. is more than just dropping flyers on the bus and hope someone picks it up. It's about mm. what do you stand for and how do you want to participate? And that is what people want nowadays. They want to identify. They want to feel good about your brand. They want to feel uh, connected to who you are. Mm -hmm. I think the greatest connection of any restaurant that I've ever been in was going back to Big Bowl, right, in 2001 mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and when 9-11 uh, happened. You know, and all you wanted at 9-11 was to be around loved ones. Mm -hmm. And we were an Asian restaurant and the amount of people, you know, and this is back in the days where TVs were like 700 pounds still, right? We didn't really have flat screen <laughs> in 2001 like we do today. They, they cost 20 grand at the time. But the amount mm -hmm. of people came and sat in our bar to be around one another in front of the TV, that was community. You know, we, we, we had impacted so many people's lives about you know, the, the experience they had in our restaurant from the employees and the food and this the general feeling of warmth, that that's where they wanted to be in that moment of crisis. And I think mm -hmm. that's what is all about. How do you send, how do you create that? Yeah, 100%. No, I love, I love that story. I have to say, Jeff, though, you've, you've mentioned magazine covers, 700 pound TVs, like, <laughs> 30 years in the industry, you said, man. How old are you? <laughs> you don't well, have to answer that. <laughs> no, I'm, look, I'm ha I, I, I've come up with 50 plus is what I say to people. But, you know, you said, you said to the people, the listeners, you know, that I'm a spin instructor, so I stay young. That's right. You know, I got, I got, uh, I have a 24-year-old daughter, a 13-year-old son. So they not only, A, keep me oh, young, wow. but they keep me up to date with what's what in the world. So. <laughs> I'm I'm not any old mom. I'm a cool mom, right? For those of you That's know, right. uh, uh, whatever the movie is, not clueless, yeah. clue, not clueless. The other one, I ruined that joke <laughs> by not even knowing the freaking movie by Tina Fey that I can't remember the goddamn name we, of the movie. We are not we are not editing any of this episode. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Um, for our listeners who are struggling on a local level, those are some really good ideas of how you can do some community engagement. But what are some other things that you think that they could do yeah. or you could recommend they could do today or this week to start like moving in the right direction to generate some positive uh, growth? Yes, Justin, let's get all serious and back to the point at hand about what are easy <laughs> things for the listeners. Look, local marketing is, is strictly about touch, right? If you do a TV ad, you do a radio ad, you do billboards, there's no touch, right? That's one directional marketing. Mm -hmm. Local marketing is communication. It's two-way. Mm. You referenced the story about how during COVID, we were writing handwritten notes on every order that left the, the, the restaurant because people mm -hmm. weren't able to communicate. You could still do that today. 
right? You could still find, uh, knock on the neighbor's door and just feed them or, you know, uh, uh, during baseball season with little leagues or football mm. games in the local community, do a food drop off or may, or do a discount to that baseball team to come in and have a meal or even better deliver the food to them. Right? Like mm-hmm. these things do not cost a lot. Of, I, I, here's the, here's how I compare it to. If the back page of, of a magazine or forget that, forget that. Cause I know no one knows what a magazine is who's listening. <laughs> if I want to go and, and spend money on X, right? Let's just say a billboard ad on a website and it's $2,000. I'm making up a number right now. It's two grand, mm-hmm. but that's going to reach, you know, 17 million people. The RI mm-hmm. is, ROI is fantastic, but let's be honest. I'm in Chicago. There's, there's 3 million people or 5 million people in Chicago. Me reaching 17 million is not Chicago customers. That is no one is going to mm-hmm. buy from Wildbell. So why don't I take that $2,000 and I could probably feed 2000 people, give them each a mm-hmm. single bow if not more people. And if mm. I put the product in your hand, if you taste my product, trust me when I tell you that will create more generate, generate more revenue, more sales, more people talking about it than me going on and spending $2,000 on X. And I think what's important for the restaurant industry is it's all about the food. And if you can get your food into people's hands, that's the win. Now, look, mm-hmm. If Apple turned around and gave away 2,000 iPhones, yeah, I think it would do something because people will create jealousy and a frenzy and it'll go social and viral and all these things. Mm-hmm. But that's expensive. Mm-hmm. But you can easily, whatever restaurant you are, hamburgers, french fries, sandwiches, whatever it may be. I'm not saying you have to make a, a if I was Subway, I don't need to make a footlong, give everybody a footlong, but I could take that footlong and probably come to six or seven mm-hmm. pieces mm-hmm. and hand people the food. I'm not saying just walk down the street randomly and saying, here, eat, but we've done that too. We've mm-hmm. gone on our street corners and when we've launched a brand new menu item or new flavor or new breakfast item, right? We've handed out food. We've handed out coffee in the morning to drive people to come in. We've handed out coupons when there's a festival down the block or something mm-hmm. new, the new, you know, the, the, the Taylor Swift movie launches last week, right? Number one movie in the country for two years straight. And we're located next door to a movie theater. Don't think we're not e- trying mm. to drive those people either before or after that movie to come into our restaurant, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, dropping off coupons to the people as they're walking into the movie, local marketing, mm-hmm. just having a presence there, or even as their movie's letting out, handing everybody a dessert bow so that they have something to eat mm-hmm. on their way home. So they think of us next time they go to that movie theater. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's touch. Local marketing is touch. And that is, and at the end of the day, I've said this on a number of different places and I, and I believe it. So I repeat it is pre pandemic. Mm-hmm. The restaurant industry was the hospitality industry and post pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're the food industry and local marketing. Where I say is touch that's hospitality. And yeah. I am very passionate about this. I hope my passion is coming through as this is mm-hmm. important for our industry and it's important for small businesses to touch the guest. And what better yeah. way than to get your product into their hands? Exactly. Yeah, it all starts with that. That's super important. Like it, a lot of marketing dollars are spent on getting someone in the door for the first time. Um, and it's it, it seems to me like that's a really effective way to, in low cost way, to at least get your product in their hand without even bringing them in to then say, oh yeah, this is very good. I want to go in. 
uh, to, 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 to have an awesome experience. And then that's also another place where the hospitality continues to take over, providing the solid guest experience, following up with them so that you can continue to bring them back in as loyal customers. The, the other part of it is that it can't be missed here is you have to listen to that guest once they're in. Like if I just mm, create yeah. some unbelievable moment to drive people into my business, but yeah. no one buys or touches or eats anything, I'm not learning. Where am I missing? Mm -hmm. Where am I succeeding? What am I doing right? If you get that product into their hand, you're going to hear, if you're willing to listen, what do they like? What do they not like? How to improve? Where else you should go? And when mm -hmm. you're successful local marketing, more opportunities come your way. We're doing right now, we just did last week, we do our annual bow eating contest. That's how many bow can you <laughs> chow in two minutes? And we do it, we do uh, five different heats. And we take the top two winners from each heat. And then we do a, our national championship. where We bring the, all those 10 winners together and they go for the, the honor and the award of being named the number one uh, bow champion in the, in the country. And that championship mm -hmm. is on November 4th, I believe, this year. But that creates oh, cool. local buzz. That creates local excitement. That creates hype, opportunity. And by the way, in the restaurant, it's energy and fun for your team. Yeah. And that buy-in, that opportunity to do something different pays mm -hmm. such dividends with your staff that they get excited and they want to talk to people and they want to participate. And then you just grow and grow at such an expedient rate you weren't ready for it, which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And it gets people, I mean, stuff like that's really engaging, gets people to want to take their own video and post on social, generate a lot of user-generated content, be able to leverage that as well. I mean, it it really helps to to create that local buzz. I love that example. Well, we haven't even talked about the whole going viral, right? Any of these things I mentioned to you about, somebody can take it and and it mm -hmm. just goes at a rate that and that's free marketing. By you doing these good acts of feeding people, giving away food, being part of the community, so on and so forth, you get mm -hmm. all this free marketing on the backside as a bonus. There, there's the yeah. huge win. Exactly. Yeah, a little bit up front you know, generates a lot of return on the backside. That's, that's a great point. I once ate 17 Twinkies in a minute and <laughs> regretted it for the rest of the day. Only that day though. Only yeah. that one day you regretted. I went back and tried to make 18 the next day. <laughs> oh, I was like Kobayashi dipping them in the water. Oh, bad choices. They do um, that with the bow during the bow competition. People are dipping oh, yeah? the bow. Oh, yeah. Not that's me. so great. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. You know, who would you, who do you think is doing some really cool stuff from a local marketing standpoint or who have you seen as being real successful? You'd like to give a shout out to. Yeah. You know, look, I, I think, I think the mom and pops of the world who, who want to be part of the community just do a great job and deserve recognition because they don't, they don't get the same acknowledgement as the larger brands mm. do because they just, you know, I love the, the I love the the mom and pop retail stores to put like signs out in the street and just have fun with the signs. You know, I just yeah. think that's a great way to draw attention. <laughs> Obviously, from a chain perspective, Sweet Green does a fantastic thing every time they open up a new location and a new city. Their give back that they try to do the community mm -hmm. they 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 are very much embracing the mentality of local uh, from the, the 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 ingredients they use to being part of the community. Mm -hmm. uh, I. I what, what's, what's funny about it, as long as you're positive and interacting with the community, I don't think you can have bad local marketing. Mm. And I think yeah. that that's the takeaway, is just be, be a positive 
part of the community. You know, I love yeah. the the stores that on Halloween are going to just give away stuff to people when they come into the store. And that's so easy. Mm-hmm. Go buy a bag of Snickers and just hear a little mini Snickers to everyone who walks in. And why people don't think about doing that yeah. is beyond me. You know, when the the Chicago Marathon was here, people gave away free items to people who wore their medal. Like, just embrace the moment. Be part mm-hmm. of the culture. It's so powerful and positive, and you, they pay such dividends. For sure. Yeah, little moments of surprise and delight go a long way in any industry, really. That's the takeaway. Your line right there. You don't even need me on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Moments of surprise and delight. There you go. Put it on a shirt. There you go. So speaking of surprise and delight, I got a little bit of information on you and I was doing some digging. <laughs> and not only did I... Is this, your, <laughs> is this my surprise that you get delighted? <laughs> I can't yes. wait to hear this. <laughs> so not only did I find out, you know, that you were a spin instructor and, and you know, you love classic rock, you choose your favorite band. I like to have fun with it and throw it into into an AI tool and see what it comes up with. And for you, I kept getting like Swayze vibes, like real 80s. I love the 80s. My wife gets mad at me because I say to her, if I can go, oh my God, it's like Rambo, <laughs> Rambo on a spin bike right there. That is horrible. How many? All right. Wait. Are you, am I screenshotting this? Or are you going to send this to me? This is unbelievable. Right? Send it to you. You're- For the record, I don't look like that whatsoever. My arms, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it's real. That's amazing. So your wife might not be mad at this picture, so we'll make sure we'll get it over to you. But what was what was funny is I sent this over to Troy Hooper, and he said, uh-huh. I was like, you think he'll like this? And he's like, yeah. He said, but is there any way you can incorporate a little bit of Chicago, maybe some New York City, maybe some golf? Or is that too much? And I thought it is too much, Troy. But I tried last minute dish effort. I threw you. I threw you oh, teaching this big no. glass in Times well, Square. Okay. So the, the, the first one looked like Patrick Swayze meets Rambo. This looks like uh, Squid Games right here <laughs> that, that you ripped off for me right there. That's unbelievable. Uh, I've taken the first one and I'm updating my LinkedIn profile photo just just for that. Hundred percent shout out to you and team. That is amazing. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna get that. I'm at the gym's website. It'll be like, take my class. You could look like this. <laughs> everyone, everyone that came back. So the process is you create a picture and you swap the face. Everyone looked like Patrick Swayze, and so it was like a. It oddly was a really easy swap. But anyways, the hair I, I killed love, me. I too. love the '80s, and I, I teased my wife. I'm like, if I can go back to any moment in my history, I go back to 1984. <laughs> I was, you know, like. Thir- 14, 15 years old, 10th grade in high school. Like that was the year of party for me. And yeah. you nailed it right there, man. That's what I look Co- like back in the 80s. Cobra Kai vibes. Uh, 100%. That's amazing. Anyways, uh, well, hey, you know, how should, uh, how should listeners uh, follow you, follow your brand? Uh, don't follow me. Follow Wild Bell. It is, the, it is a team win here on everything we are succeeding, everything we are doing. And I could not be more proud of how this, uh, this brand has continued to explode and grow and surprise even me with the opportunities we do. Uh, so thank you. Appreciate the time. You bet. Hey, it was a ton of fun having you on the show. Uh, if you're listening and you, you're feeling a hankering, stop by WowBow, check it out. They've got a lot of really cool stuff. Airports, universities, they're everywhere in machines, literally everywhere. 
Go to Walmart. Buy it at Walmart. Get it in your freezer section. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Jeff, it was a ton of fun having you in the lab. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. As always, thanks for joining us in the Local Marketing Lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E. And on X at Evocalize Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.